Beathard sets up deep in the pocket. Goes down the field for Smith. Fifty-six yarder. It's got no. Does not have the leg. And Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Don't miss a thing from the world of college football. Stay right here for College Gridiron on WFUV Sports. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another week of College Gridiron. I am Danny Scott, joined, as always, by Tyler Hu and Ryan Gregware making his Gridiron debut this year. If you guys remember from last year, Ryan was with us just about every week. But Ryan, Tyler, but start with you, Ryan. How you doing today, buddy? This is what you dream of as a kid, to be on Gridiron with Tyler Hu, Danny Scott. It's been a long time coming. It's been too long, right? Let's let's That's, my, that's accountability for me. I should have been on this podcast sooner. You know I ride or die Gridiron Danny, and I could not, I literally could not be more excited to be joining you guys here today. Gridiron Country, let's ride. We're back. It's the it's the like the big three's back together. And we got Pat and Amatero behind. I'll say the our producer tried to get in the group chat. Danny said no. This is a <laughs> sacred college gridiron <laughs> group chat. Pat, here. you cannot get in. Pat <laughs> You gotta earn your stripes. And, and but, real, real quick too, we're gonna we're gonna open with some some Fordham discussion. Yeah, and we it. got our producer Pat Amaturo. How are you doing today, Pat? I'm good. It's a quite an exclusive club to be in that group chat. I understand now. <laughs> After seeing this chemistry in the in, in, in the studio, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's jump right into it, guys. Uh, this week, Ryan and I both traveled to Ohio to watch Fordham, the lowly FCS team. Almost beat the Ohio Bobcats. Uh, 59-52 was the finals. It should have been 53-52. But let's talk about our guy, Tim DeMorat, Fotis Kokosoulis. And this game was just insane. Our our defense at Fordham, um, we need some more recruits uh, on the defensive defensive side. But this offense is is seriously the best team in the nation. Tim DeMorat, through four games, has 1,800 passing yards, 22 touchdowns to only three interceptions. Jesus. He's the best player in college football. He's putting up the best statistics out of anyone in the nation and then a week ago Fotis Kokosoulis 300 yard receiving game and four touchdowns this offense is unstoppable it's unbelievable first off the experience of being in Ohio was great I was really fortunate shout out obviously everybody that played a role in getting the WFV sports crew there and just you when you factor in this is an FBS game right this wasn't Monmouth who's one of the better teams in the FCS this wasn't this was different this was at Ohio uh, supposed to be 20,000 fans. There were points where a lot of them 14, left. 14,000. Yeah, and, and to their point, I mean, like, there's nothing else to do in Athens, Ohio. <laughs> oh, no. Really? Ohio University, so. uh, if you've never been there, it's literally farmland, 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 university, farmland, farmland, farmland. Yeah, you're not so, missing anything. Athens, Ohio like is not time. a place, when you look back at where you traveled, that you need to cross off, right? Yeah. No, 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 It's a flyover. It's a flyover city. <laughs> I, I would nothing say that was, that was my first time in Ohio, so I'll check the state off my list. However, it, it's, not a, it's not a travel destination. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to Ohio twice now in the last year, and I couldn't say enough normal mid things about it. Right? <laughs> mid. But this yeah. game was the opposite of mid. This was unbelievable. This was back and forth. Fordham early on, very on, looks like they have no chance in this game. They don't mm-hmm. score in the first quarter. Ohio really drives down the field. And then we saw what we've seen all year, but it was against the you know another level in the FBS. And Tim DeMorat, Fotis Kogosuas, that duo, it did not matter. They played the freeze 
at one part in the game, you know, like how the Atlanta Braves yeah. do the freeze. And literally the game was like the freeze when Fotisco was He was 20 yards open three to four times. All these touchdowns were Tim just hitting his guy deep down the field. This offense was in rhythm. Danny brought it up earlier. Defense needs recruits. Defense needs everything because the defense was horrible. They end up going up double digits in the fourth quarter. With three minutes left, they get the ball up six in field goal range. Penalty, penalty. Then you have to, you know, punt it back to Ohio. They go down the field, do score. Fordham gets the ball down one, as Danny mentioned, 53 seconds left, two timeouts. You get a big play middle of the field. It comes back with a holding. Then a sportsman-like conduct on head coach Joe Conlon. That's your ball game. Last play of the game, lateral. So that's why you see Fordham loses by seven. But this was a game they should have won. They know they should have won. So you you throw out that it was an FBS, and it was a very tough loss. Fordham had a chance to go 4-0 for the first time mm-hmm. since 2013, and unfortunately they were not able to do so. I mean, listen, it's like watching a Madden game. Like, you're tossing, you're, you and your boys are playing Madden on rookie mode, and this is what the scoreline really represented. Really, we, we got to call him Ham Demorad. He had six touchdowns. Cocosulis, Fotis Cocosulis went crazy. He had 200, 320 yards, four touchdowns. Got it's some national pretty, recognition, too. Yeah. He deserved it. It's yeah. ridiculous. You saw it on ESPN College Football. I remember someone, I think Danny texted me or something, or one, one of us texted, like, and we're like, oh my God, we made it on ESPN College Football. <laughs> Listen, this is an FBS opponent that we're talking about. This is the MAC. This is Maction at its finest against Fordham. You never expect it, but it's really good to see Fordham stepping up and playing playing back to back to back years against FBS opponents. Last year they played Nebraska and FAU. For, and FAU. They played Nebraska close for a quarter. It's good to see Fordham really challenging themselves and, you know, trying to grow that program. And, and succeeding. And succeeding. Challenges. They look good. Should have won the game. Should have won the game. It's obviously their defense wasn't there to play, but you know. It's 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 an FPS I will say really quickly tough. before yeah. Pat jumps in, we're criticizing the defense a lot. They locked it down relatively in the fourth quarter. They gave their offense two chances to just kick a field goal to win the game. They got two huge turnovers. So Ooh. you do have to give them credit. They adjusted a lot. A big turnover when Ohio was driving. Another one, uh, they forced a fumble that set up Fordham beautifully, and they couldn't execute. So right. defense, definitely, when you look back at this game, you give up 52. One was a special team touchdown, so you give up 45 points. Doesn't look great, but they gave their offense a chance at the end, and unfortunately, right. for the first time all season, their offense didn't come through. It's a learning experience for the whole team. I mean, it's a good thing that Fordham's able, as I said, it's a good thing that Fordham's able to go head-to-head with an FBS opponent and go shot for shot, basically. It's really encouraging. I mean, you got to put Tim Demore in those Heisman conversations. Yes, sir. Yes, we're going to talk about that later. But it was a, it's a really good sign for the Fordham program. I'm really proud of them, and it's a building block. What's really cool about we had this unique experience right now to watch these guys interact on campus. Like we could see them as regular people. I go into the cafeteria. It's cool knowing guys on the team. It's so cool knowing guys on the team. At the bars, yeah. you know, it's a fun time. It's, it's so like, cool. Just one of us. But yeah, but just seeing this guy like Fotis Coco Sulis. To have this type of game where you see FanDuel tweeting about him, <laughs> having a game like that. He's him. Tim DeMorat literally should win the Heisman. He averages six touchdowns a game. He passed for 500 yards. 500 yards against Ohio University. Listen. Why is he not adding more conversations? And he'll tell you he played terrible, too. Really? Hey, he'll tell you he needed to do more. So it's... basically, all I'm hearing is Tim Demore has to replace Daniel Jones for the Giants next year. Listen, <laughs> I'm not against it. But like, know. in a I'm serious so note, though, like, Tim Demorad in this game, if you actually like want to look at this game big picture, this game solidified his NFL like aspirations yeah. because there were question marks. You looked last year, Nebraska struggled, FAU struggled. He lit up the Patriot League, but that's not the hardest thing to do. Mm-hmm. To do it against this team on the road, it showed scouts a lot, it, it solidified him. 
hopefully as a draft pick, but he's going to get a shot in the NFL, and that's the big story. This game, unfortunately, couldn't come away with the win, but for him, he made himself a lot of money in this game. You love oh, to see he, it, honestly. It might honestly benefit the program more to put Tim on the map. You are know, you kidding me? I mean, how could it hurt the program? It can't hurt the program. We have a guy that's going to get drafted He might set year. the all-time FCS touchdown record. Right. I, I think gonna that's going to help the program. Wow. Wow. He's on pace to break the the. NCAA record for, set by for, Joe Burrow at 58. Like, Fordham football going up. Yeah, that's okay, Tyler. Man. <laughs> um, oh, no, this uh, Tim played great. This team is, is very fun to watch week in and week out. I, I've been lucky enough to be part of three broadcast crews mm-hmm. for their four games so far. Same thing with Ryan. Um, it, it's just been it's been really fun to watch, and this team is is electric. It's they they, they do, play backyard football. For it it really is. Year. It's the offense is crazy. You know. Tyler Tyler knows how much of a defensive guy defense. I, I like the defensive battles, but sometimes this, you got to sacrifice a little <clears throat> bit. Yes, this off this offense is sick. But let's jump into some uh, big time college football programs. We'll start it off. Uh, number twenty three Texas A and M beats number ten Arkansas twenty three twenty one. And I told you this last week, Tyler. This was a game that was destined to be low scoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, both good defenses, both running the football offenses. And realistically, Arkansas should have won this game uh, if it wasn't for a missed extra point or a, a missed field goal. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Yeah. They they win this game. Special teams miscues. The, it's the theme of college football this year. What can you say? There's been so many special teams miscues that have cost teams games. Yeah, you did say low scoring. You're right. I'm pretty sure I was with you on that. And I thought Texas A&M was going to win. It was a good game. It was a Devin Chain show. I mean, he's insane. He's such he a good is nasty. Back. Yeah, he's yeah. he had 159 yards and a touchdown. It's Texas A&M football at its finest. You run the ball, grit and grind. Max Johnson just does his play job. Play good defense. Yeah, play great defense, yeah. And this is an explosive Arkansas offense that we're talking about, led by K.J. Jefferson. You can't really discount that. So, like, this is a real They didn't tough, look explosive in this they didn't, game. Exactly. Texas A&M played their brand of football and locked locked Arkansas up. So, it's, I mean, it's a really good win. Like, you look at it, obviously, A&M comes out victorious. A 42-yard field goal flips this conversation, right? Then you're right. looking at an Arkansas team that's probably ranked, like, 7-ish, if you beat right, a- yeah. if you beat A and M on the road, yeah. um, and you're already what were they going into this game? They're ten they right 10th. now, I believe. They were ten. Or, 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 no, I they know. were tenth now. They're twentieth. Okay, they dropped down ten for this loss. That's wow. That's yeah, huge. so that's yeah. obviously very unfortunate situation. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I think the home crowd probably is a huge element for A and M. But I look at A and M, and this just seems like I have a lot of like long term. I'm very curious to see what happens because I believe they have the top recruiting class, right? Yeah. yeah. Is this the first year of those kids as freshmen? I believe. So Is obviously yeah. this was probably not going to be the year. They came into this, what, sixth though, ranked going into yeah, the year? Ranked sixth. Yeah. So like this team was supposed to be good. They got upset a few weeks ago badly App um, to App State. So that's obviously not what you look for. And as we go through this SEC schedule, they're going to compete. They're going to be right up there. I don't think they're that top-tier team. I think they're just right below that in this game, even beating a great Arkansas team solidified that for me. So this is this is a conversation we'll have in a little bit, but there, I, I really view it as there's three top-tier teams, and then there's kind of everyone else after that. But I think A&M is right on that cusp. I think maybe not this year, as you alluded to, but in the future, they're going to be a very good football program. And they're in the SEC. They're finally starting to get these really, really good recruiting classes mm-hmm. going through. And let's just not glance over the fact that A&M also last week beat a Miami team that was ranked 13, even though they're unranked now. They stink. And yeah, they stink. They're however, sure. they got they got two wins over top 15 so, opponents in, in, in two weeks. It's two very quality wins. Yeah. Then they got you know uh, 
not necessarily an easier game because it's an SEC school, but an easier game in their eyes with Mississippi State. And mm-hmm. then they got to go to Alabama, who they beat State last year. Explosive. This this team, a worst team last year too, beat them. Like, yes. they were worse last year than they are this year. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, this is a scary, scary football team that I think could make some noise. But they play, they play a good brand of football. Danny Scott's type of football. Yeah, they they do. I I enjoy watching them play. It it's fun. But uh, the complete opposite of my brand of football. <laughs> uh, number five Clemson versus number twenty one Wake Forest. Fifty one, forty five double OT. Clemson walks away. This game was just. It, it the over was never not going to hit in this yeah, game. We knew lot. we knew it going into it. I think I predicted forty five forty two Wake Forest would win. Ooh, um, so I was right? I was Forest. dead on yeah. Wake Forest, mm-hmm. uh, and I said they would win on a, the last play of the game. Ooh. I thought it was going to be a field goal. However, last play of the game, touchdown for Clemson, and and they come away in this one. And there was eleven total passing touchdowns. DJ Uyunglele threw five. Sam Hartman Way to get that threw name six. Because right, I'm uh, not going to say it like yeah. straight up. Yeah. I'm not be able to get it right. Uh, you remember remember when Giannis that whole deal? How how like people would just refuse to say his name? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've I've gotten good at it. Right? Yeah, uh, plays a few more games like this, and I'll learn it. I'll yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this. The Clemson defense was just able to get a stop where the Wake Forest defense couldn't, and Clemson walks away victorious and keeps their top five position. Yeah, it came down to one stop in double OT, right? They're fortunate that they were able to get to a chance so late in the game where they could finally actually get a stop and they would still be able to win the game. But this was one I thought Wake Forest was going to win also. Um, mm-hmm. you know, This was Clemson's first test at all this year. And they're not going to get tested very many times. I believe they have Notre Dame on the schedule, right? Notre Dame. That's probably the only test that they have. That's not a test. And Notre Dame still does stink. So (laughs) I look at Clemson, and I know we'll talk about the big picture stuff later, but they're in the driver's seat to make a playoff. absolutely. Because this was one, if you lost it, it would be an uphill battle. Now you probably have a little cushion, too, to get in with a potential one loss. The offense looked great. We know they've struggled a ton early. Um, DJ, obviously, up and down year last year, up and down first game. It didn't look like they could move the football one bit. So to light this one up, I guess I'm kind of just numb to overs because Fordham over is like death taxes <laughs> lock, lock every week. And that's what this game essentially was in terms of back and forth. But Clemson, huge win on the road. I was concerned going in about DJ. You know, it's going him going on the road against a very good Wake Forest team. That explosive offense. You got to go blow for blow, shot for shot. And my confidence in DJ Uyunglele before the game wasn't very high. Coming out of this game, I'm much more confident in the Clemson program than I was a week ago. Just seeing that they could go blow for blow against a very explosive offense. And it's not like their defense like played well, but like still, it's it's more about their quarterback. Their quarterback struggles are very evident since Trevor Lawrence has left that program. I was really worried about their prospects. I was like, okay, Clemson's pretty fraudulent. I'm kind of off that train. I feel like they're at actual, really? Yeah, I feel like they're legit. I feel like they're. Do you think they're legit. the fifth best team in the country? Absolutely. Wow. I think okay. they're the fourth best team in the country now. Oh my I think goodness! Be- time. Wow. Who, who's above them? Michigan. Yes. Yeah, I think they're better than Michigan. Like without a doubt, I think they're better than Michigan. Without Yeah, I'm just like much more confident in DJ and that whole team. Just like. Like we said, we saw last year. He didn't look good. They had an off year, and they still went ten and three with good quarterback play. That's a twelve and one team. That's a third. Yeah, like, you know, that's, that's a playoff a fair, team. With that's good a playoff team, exactly. With good quarterback it's play, it's a playoff and, defense. And DJ, well, exactly. Like it's a if we defense. if we look at Davos winning, if we look at Clemson over the last ten years, they they've only had good quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. before Kelly that Bryant was, was, was Kelly yeah, Bryant was good, and then he um, shall not be named. And and Deshaun Watson. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they got a they got another guy right now. 
Cade Klubnik, who's a true freshman. He was like one of the number one recruits in the nation. Really? Uh, he's going to be very good as soon as DJ leaves. DJ, and let's not forget, DJ was literally the number one recruit in the nation right, going, going in. It, it probably hasn't panned out the way It hasn't expected, panned out the way he, he expected. However, if, if we're looking at DJ, and, and let's say he's not playing for Clemson, let's say he wasn't the number one recruit in the nation, throw him on some random SEC school. He's got 1,000 passing yards, 10 touchdowns, one interception. That's a really good quarterback. No, he's been guys. really good. He's definitely shown like he's been able to bounce back from the adversity of last year. Last year was like obviously probably the worst year of his football playing career. And he really bounced back from that. He showed me a lot, and I'm really like, you know, I'm really confident in Clemson going forward. They play at what North Carolina State this week, who's somehow ranked 10th. We'll see how that's that one just, goes. That's not going to go well. Yeah, it's not going to go well. We'll preview that later. But I'm really confident in Clemson's long term prospects now. And uh, it's funny, DJ. Like you brought up the stats, like that's unbelievable. And I think it's just because the expectations the going expectation, in were yes. so so high. And then when he didn't live up to them, not that he was wrote off, but like pushed to the side. He kind of was wrote off. And, well, it. it the biggest thing was, I, I don't know if you, I remember this game very, very vividly. It was Clemson at Notre Dame. Notre Dame wins Last when DJ year, yep. comes in and, and Trevor Lawrence was hurt. And DJ played great. He played yeah. so good. And everyone goes, oh, my gosh, it's they got another Trevor Lawrence. He's the number one recruit in the nation. All this mumbo jumbo. And then he doesn't play perfect like he does in the one game as a true freshman, uh, as a sophomore. So it's just tough. It's just tough. But uh, let's move on. Uh, the biggest upset of the week, number six Oklahoma goes down to Kansas State, mm-hmm. 41-34, and uh, I'm going to throw out my stat, and, and Tyler knows exactly what I'm going towards. Here we go. 35 minutes to 24-56 on time of possession. No turnovers for Kansas State. They played perfect football. Yep, absolutely. They dominated the time of possession. Uh, it's just it's a very, very good win for a program that – has its up and downs and over its history. They've been good. They've been bad. But right now, they look like they're on a little bit of an upspur, especially after taking down the number six team in the nation. Doing it on the road, too. Yes. Right? That's the big thing. And in Oklahoma, people looked at Oklahoma a week ago like a top three-ish team. Wow, I was, really? I was listening to Colin Coward, and he thought oh, they were the second Coward. best team <laughs> in college football. Well, he's a person that is respected in the industry. So, <laughs> um, But to do it on the road, and they ran the ball 49 times. That's the stat that jumped out to me. You talk about how you beat Oklahoma on the road. You just run it down their throat. You don't want them to have the ball. And you brought up the time possession stat. That's a great point. Adrian Martinez is perfect for that because he's probably a top five dynamic in terms of his rushing ability. Yeah. Um, his rushing ability is better than his throwing ability, honestly. Yeah, he's a dual threat. So, yeah, so I'm going to really really piss well. off Tyler real quick. Go Please ahead. do. Adrian Martinez plays the game of football like the way everyone thinks the Anthony Richardson yeah, he does. Was should going play. To play. He yeah. does. He fully in, does. In this in this game, what was it? Two thirty four passing yards uh, and a touchdown. Well, he threw the and, ball well, and then he ran the ball. Were you an Anthony Richardson guy? Oh, he was oh, huge. Tyler, Tyler, I was Tyler. Rich guy. I was an Ant Rich guy. Oh, Tyler. And, and then have uh, to jump back on the bandwagon. Uh, a hundred, a hundred and forty eight rushing yards and four touchdowns on the ground. Right, five total touchdowns. It, it, this is a great, great win for Kansas State. No, absolutely. I think um, I saw somebody like tweet about it. Like somebody said, like Kansas State is like a team that can win eight or nine games a year and never beat, but they can give a playoff any playoff team a run for their money just because they play such a weird brand of football. That's just like great. Is it weird down. or is it like it's the perfect effective. storm for they, a team they that's play, not going to have? Dude, the it's big effective. They play it's spoiler. Effective. They play exactly. spoiler, it, it's and it's very the effective. same. It's the same thing that like Stanford does. Yep. They they've knocked Notre Dame out of the 
the playoffs a few times or out of the the BCS a couple times. I've mm-hmm. seen them knock USC. I've seen them knock Oregon. Right. It, it, this is the Big Twelve version of Stanford. That's Absolutely. going. That's just going to knock you off when you don't expect it. Yeah. What's crazy is they lost to Tulane the week before, it's, and then they beat Clum- they beat Oklahoma on the road. Co- like that is football. college football, dude. Finest. That's why we love college football. For real, like, but like Adrian Martinez played an unbelievable game. It's not even like Dylan Gabriel on the other side for Oklahoma played bad. He played amazing. Four touchdowns, four touchdowns, three hundred thirty yards. Super efficient game. It's just that Kansas State's offense. I mean, Oklahoma's defense could not stop that run attack. That rushing attack of Kansas State is unbelievable. And it's not even a rushing attack. It's just Adrian Martinez making plays. And oh, Deuce Vaughn also had one hundred sixteen yards. But like, it's it's a rushing attack. It's just a dual threat, two headed monster. And I, I wasn't that high in Oklahoma coming in. I just knew that their first I, year first year head coach. Brian I agree Venables, with you. And yeah, I've th- said this there, before. There I don't think be you can judge games. a head coach in their first year. Venables, I'm still very high in Brent Venables. I was very high in that hire. That being said, it's growing pains. It's the first year of growing pains against a team that he doesn't see much of that style in the ACC when he was coaching defense at Clemson. So it's a growing pains thing, and I'm sure they'll be fine. I'm sure they'll bounce back. But listen, this is a tough loss. They'll learn from it. Can they still like just really quickly? Can they can they survive this completely and still? Oh make yeah, it yeah, for playoff? sure, one hundred percent. Yes, but no. There's no breathing like, room. There's no breathing room. Yeah, you if can't lose another they, game. No, they they would. If have they to. run the table, do they get in? Yes. Okay. I, Probably. I think so. Over uh, and over a Michigan slash Ohio State one loss to the other team. Nah. Yes. Uh, yes. Depends because how, depends how bad that uh, loss and is. Let me. No. 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 It does. It doesn't depend on how really? bad that loss is. It, it's because it's going to be Georgia and Alabama are going to be ranked one and two up until They're the locks. SEC championship. Yep. Sure. If Ohio State and Michigan are ranked three, three and four, four, whoever loses oh, that game yeah, is out, out. Because if they run the table up until that Big Ten championship, one of them's going to drop out. Danny yeah. Scott. The, the, the That's SEC, a good point. The SEC winner could get in. Did so the math. If the Big Twelve champion runs the and table with Clemson one loss, so not, yeah, I was gonna say don't count on Clemson. Yeah. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk about this in a second. But last, last one. Uh, our buddy Keenan Troy's favorite team this year. He yeah, the Keenan decided, Troy David Campo Bowl. Yeah, yeah. decided <laughs> really decided is. he loves Tennessee. Um, yeah. But number Tennessee or number eleven Tennessee, <laughs> number Tennessee uh, beats number twenty Florida thirty eight thirty three. And Tennessee kind of let Florida back in this game yeah. uh, when when they really didn't need to. It was kind of surprising. They scored two late touchdowns to make it a little more interesting. But uh, Hendon Hooker might be the best player in college football. He's him. No, he's he's in my Heisman. How many guys can be him though, Tyler? A uh, few. Everyone. He's him though. D- Tim Demora, it's obviously him. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. No, Hendon Hooker's the truth. I mean, we saw it last year. He threw thirty one. This, 31 is, this is uh Tyler just being hip. Yeah, no, I, I'm hip to I, I am hip to the new. Tyler young is people. like the trending section on Twitter. Really, like, I am. <laughs> really, I really am. No, that's just look. look Real, let's realistically, leave that Tyler, how much how much time do you spend on Twitter a day? Uh, like three, four. You hours. live on Twitter. <laughs> you nah, live on Twitter. The screen time's down a little bit recently. <laughs> um, let's let's get back to the conversation at hand though. Um, Hendon Hooker went. He's insane. He had last year he had 31 touchdowns and three picks, so he was already on the radar. He solidified himself as a draft prospect for sure, and he is one of the best quarterbacks in college football. He is literally – He's what is, him. Would we say, would we say yeah. one-man wrecking crew? I wouldn't say one-man wrecking crew, but he is that Tennessee offense in a nutshell. He's so explosive, such a such a good arm, so accurate, and he, what, he had 349 passing yards, two touchdowns, and 112 rushing yards and a touchdown. You, That's impressive. You want to know, honestly, who I get vibes from? Uh, off a of, off a of hooker. Let's do it. He, he reminds me a little bit of Tim Tebow. 
that I'm going to quarterback. Yeah. Every quarterback. No, 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 no. No, that's not true. That's not true Anthony at all. Anthony Richardson. Okay, that one guy. Both guys in this game. Yeah, both guys in this I'm game. Like, I mean, realistically, they both play like him. Uh, Hooker, 350 passing yards, a touchdown, or two touchdowns, 112 rushing yards, a touchdown. It, it's that big bruiser quarterback type of guy. Like, the same thing. I could have said Cam Newton, too. Cam. Yeah, same same idea, but... They both run the ball hard and throw the ball well. Yeah. And, and I don't think – I overreacted with Richardson saying that in the first game, but he, he had a much better game. He uh, but well. he stunk well, the, bar the last was nothing. couple weeks. There, yeah. last, no two, bar. last two weeks were brutal. He's He bounced back, and he looked pretty – he looked pretty solid. I'd say. He didn't look great because the completion percentage is a little iffy, but you know. Is Tennessee – have they completely recovered from the Greg Schiano fiasco? Yeah. Is that fair to say? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, because they were kind of the butt of the joke for a few years there, and it looks like the ship has kind of, you know, went in the other direction. But you look at their schedule, too, and they might get it worse than anyone in yeah. the SEC. Oh, yeah. they got a gauntlet. They, they got, got a gauntlet, absolute but gauntlet. It's just good to see Tennessee back, like, in a good place again. Josh Hoople's done an unbelievable job as a head coach. He's really turned that program around. So. Imagine Tennessee runs the table. <laughs> well, they, 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 they're one. They're a playoff they, team. They're, they're, they're one. one. They yeah. might be the best team in the history of the sport if they run this yeah, game. They run they, the table. They're, there's going to be uh, – I don't know if they'll be favored versus Kentucky. Hooker's but is going to be the number one overall pick if he runs the table. They won't be favored versus Bama oh and Georgia, God, obviously. No. They'll probably drop another one of these games here. And then looking at a three-loss team, that's a legit – they'll get a legit ball. The one, the one on the thing, road too. That's tough. The one thing I will say is they got Alabama and Kentucky at home. That's mm. that's a big factor. I mean, they're not SEC. beating Bama. Mm. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk, that in a couple we'll, weeks. We'll talk about that next week. Yeah. But yeah. they got to go to LSU this week. That's they a tough, so that's a tough that game. game. Death, Valley, so Death Valley is tough. I might take LSU in that game. <laughs> For real, though. like That's a very tough – one of the toughest environments in college football. It's just I think Tennessee is very good, and honestly there's a very realistic possibility that this team could be the best team in college football, and we're just not seeing it. That may be a little overreaction right now. Can uh, I throw one hypothetical out there? Sure. If they yeah. are a one-loss team, they lose to Bama, and then Georgia as a one-loss team also loses to Bama, who who gets in? Georgia. Uh well, one of them would have to play. So Tennessee beats Georgia. Tennessee beats Georgia because they're oh, on the schedule. Wait, but they lose to Bama, and Georgia also loses to Bama. Wait, so then Georgia's a two-loss team. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Quick. Quick. Well, minutes. let's let's what say. What if they win? What if Georgia beats Bama? Then Georgia makes it. They, all they, one they, loss. They don't. They don't play. They don't play. Oh, really? They no, won't they play until play the SEC, SEC championship. championship. Got it. Yeah. However, <laughs> I if there's a situation uh, that you know Tennessee beats Georgia, maybe. No, let's see. How would it have to work? Tennessee would need to beat Alabama and lose to Georgia. And then right. you'd have – no, I'm trying to think no, of how Tennessee this would work. I overconfuse the situation. Ten- no, Tennessee and Georgia are still in the uh, SEC East. So how would they – Okay, so the winner the winner of Tennessee-Georgia yeah. I think makes the playoffs. Fair enough. Regardless, I, I'm, I'm I don't disagree with that. I could totally see, though. Unless unless Tennessee already has a loss yeah, to I can, Alabama. And I can, yeah, I yeah, can yeah. see and a then, scenario where Tennessee loses this week to LSU and then beats Georgia. Like a Yeah, it's just, just college football. Yeah. Uh, college football, nothing like it. Uh, but let's let's talk about some top 25 stuff. I, I don't think we really need to discuss the rankings. I think yeah. everything kind of makes sense. The top 10 makes sense. couple of big risers. Couple couple big risers, but it, it wasn't anything like... Oklahoma Crazy. falls to 18. Yeah. With that loss. So Oklahoma yeah. falls to 18. I think that makes sense. Tennessee right. climbs into the top 10 at 8. So that's good to see. Yeah. Um, that's what? I, I think four deserving. Top tens, deservingly four top tens so. From the SEC. Wow. Um, 
Uh, I don't know how NC State is still around, to be honest. Well, they'll when be on, they they'll get be on rank next week. Yeah, they, yeah, they'll, they'll be on rank next week. But uh, we already kind of had this conversation, but at this at this point in the year, four weeks in, mm-hmm. we're a third of the way done with this year. Can you believe that we're already a third of the way done with college football? College football flies That's by. That's crazy. Who are the four teams that you guys think get in the playoffs? I think it's Georgia, mm-hmm. Alabama. Yep. The winner of Ohio State, Michigan. Correct. And I think that's going to be Ohio State. So I'm going to go Ohio State. And then after that, you got Clemson, you got USC, mm-hmm. and you got whoever comes out of the Big 12. Yeah. Yep. Which and, mm, I, mean, I, think, I think USC yeah. might have the clearest route in terms of their schedule. Yeah. I think Tennessee, or not Tennessee, uh, Clemson and USC. One of I don't think Notre Dame loses both those games. That Notre Dame has both of them on the schedule. I think they Ryan, beat how do you one feel of about them. That? Oh, I told him yesterday. I think he's crazy. But. Yeah, they're losing yes. both games. They're gonna get stomped. I, well, okay. So here's here's. He <laughs> would be upset if they won one of those. One games. of them. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Here, I don't think Notre Dame loses both. I think they'll probably lose one. But here's a stat for Tyler. Notre Dame is twenty five and zero in their last twenty five regular season games against ACC opponents, including Clemson on the schedule. Well, you know, Trevor Lawrence had COVID last time, so, you know. It's the same quarterback that they got now. DJ, that was DJ's freshman year. I don't know, man. I think Clemson absolutely destroys Notre Dame. Well, we'll talk about that. That's still, that's, that's still that's a few not, weeks that's So our now, top though. four? Our top, top four. Our top four. Who's, I'm, who's going, I'm going Georgia, Alabama, Winner. Ohio State, and then whoever comes out of the Big 12, I think, sneaks in. I think that could be I think that could be either a Baylor. I think that could be a Oklahoma State, even in Oklahoma. Let's not count out Kansas. <laughs> Kansas. Is I'm like going to count out. I'm Kansas. kidding. They're going to somehow what's, make. They're making. They're right next to being ranked. It's what's your crazy. What's your top four? Um. Yeah. Georgia, Bama, Ohio State. That's the obvious clear top three, and then four is Clemson. Okay, I, I'm going to go different. Yeah, First go off, ahead. I think Michigan with their week schedule, they're going to lose a game before the Ohio State game. Okay. And okay. just like so, they'll, I think they'll be a two loss team. They'll like a good team. I think they. Throw it better than they did last year, but their schedule has been so bad. I is don't. JJ McCarthy their starter yet? Um, please, yeah. I don't want to see any more Cade McNamara. Please. And then, so I think it, the two SEC, Bam and Georgia, be shocked if they're not both in. Oh, of Ohio State will be a solid three. And looking at the schedule, I think USC. Yeah. I don't think they are a top four team in the country. They battled Oregon State. They mm-hmm. survived last week. If they lost that game, it'd be a different conversation. But right. I look at the schedule. Arizona State, they're an absolute dumpster fire right now. They don't uh-huh. have their coach. They're they going to be down. Washington State, they gave Oregon some trouble, but yeah. that's at home. You play Arizona on the road. Colorado is probably the worst Power 5 team in the country. Mm-hmm. That's going to – the one game I look at, you say Notre Dame. The it's fact Utah. that that game's at home, I really like that. It's Utah. Utah on the if road. If they can beat Utah on the road, then they're a playoff. that is enough resume to get them in at an undefeated – that's a Pac-12. That's a championship team. I think they would get four. See, I like that logic. I see but, that. But at Utah is not going to be easy. They're going to be easy. underdogs in that game. Yeah. I still, I still thought Utah was the best team in college, uh, best team in the Pac-12 coming in. And I'm sick of Clemson. I'm sick of Clemson. And I know it's yeah, a Lincoln so Riley team, us. and this probably isn't the year yet for USC. But to get some fresh blood in the playoff would be nice. It would be very nice. I will say. Uh, yeah. So I kind of like your logic. I'm going to go with Clemson just because they're a safe pick. I think that I'm really. It's definitely the safer about. pick. I and agree. What, 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 I talked about earlier. I'm much more confident than. Well, that's why. That's why I went with the Big 12 team. Get get some fresh. Can we get our producer Pat stop for? Yeah, Pat. He might not have been ready. My apologies. Hey man, we're putting him on the spot. I'm only gonna get my top one. It's Fordham. 
respect <laughs> it. That's all you're See, that's hear. what we that's love to hear. That's all you're going to get out of me. Fair, That's fair, what we fair. love to hear. All right. Well, uh, I think we're kind of running out of time, but but real quickly, I want you guys as top three Heisman mm-hmm. to, to this point in the year. Um, obviously, Tim DeMar at one. Um, yeah, he's the clear one. Fatih was two. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Hendon Hooker at number three. I think he's the dark horse as of this moment. I think going into it, it was C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young who's gonna have the better year, who's gonna win the Heisman. I think Hendon Hooker is is right there with him. With this game, he like solidified top five. five, He he has he has 1,200 passing yards. Eight passing touchdowns and let me check rushing real. I I know he has, he has like probably two hundred rushing yards and a couple touchdowns, and, and then Bryce Young he has less he has more passing yards than Bryce Young, less less touchdowns, but C J Stroud right now I think is the overwhelming favorite. Twelve hundred mm-hmm. passing yards, sixteen touchdowns, yeah. one interception. Yeah, I think we have this. He's exactly the favorite right now. I'm looking at the odds. He's plus one forty, and, and plus, then it's yeah. Bryce Young, and then it's Hooker. Plus, uh, what do you call it? Bryce Young already won, and there's only been one ever two-time high. What's funny is I didn't, I didn't even look at the – is that really the odds? Yeah, odds. yeah I didn't even look, look at the odds. odds. I was just what – We can always <laughs> bet on Gregoire to put the odds up there. Uh, yeah, come on. And actually, so Caleb, so this is like a top-four ranking. Yeah, it has let's, let's Hooker it. above, and Caleb Williams is four. Yep, I like But that. he's plus 600. Um, Hooker's plus 1,600. Wow. Because I think the name, the USC brand, yeah. the, what I'm talking about, yeah. if they are able to make a playoff and yeah. he keeps playing this way, he'll be top three. It will be those three quarterbacks. That's a perfect name. College football would love to send those three guys to New York. Absolutely. With two of them Huge going name. last year, and then you send Caleb Williams, who's probably going to be on the cover of the game next year. Yeah, he'll probably be the number one overall pick next year. Two, yeah, once he's eligible. Oh, so I, I think yeah. that's the right order, though. C.J. Stroud is the favorite, and it hurts Bryce Young, and this is what's – this is what I don't love about college football. It hurts Bryce Young that he won last year. Yeah, exactly. Because you need to be overwhelmingly better than you are. Like Lamar Jackson's Heisman year, the next year I believe he was, I think had better numbers. Yeah. But because you already win it, it's tough to well, do it again. Well, the, the thing with uh, talking about Bryce Young is I don't think he's having as good of a season as C.J. Stroud. No, right. and he's not. Stroud's also, and his numbers yeah. are better. Agreed. It, it, I, I'm not even, like, yes, it does hurt him. However, I think C.J. Stroud right now is, is he's out of cool. just more about pa- more passing yards, more touchdowns. Less interceptions, yep. uh, yeah. higher QBR. And a signature win against Notre Dame. Well, at the time. Ah, nah. yeah. At the time, they were number five. It'll be so a I'll, signature. I'll when, they beat, when they beat Michigan, that'll be That's a signature, signature win. That could I'll, be a signature I want to make Danny feel better. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's the the easy top three right there. But yeah. let's go real quickly next week. Uh, great games. Great, great Unreal slate. slate. Uh, we've had a couple of kind of stinkers the last couple weekends. Mm-hmm. This one's really good. Yeah. Uh, started off real quick. Score prediction. Who you guys think is going to win? Number seven, Kentucky versus 14, Ole Miss. Hmm. Tyler, what are your thoughts? It's at Ole Miss, and I like. it's going to be a shootout. Two explosive offenses. I think that Ole Miss pulls it out 45-38. 45-38, yeah. wow. Yeah, I don't think Kentucky is the seventh best team in the country. And I think they're top ten. But yeah. So I like Ole Miss as well. I'll go lower scoring. I'll go 34-27 uh, Ole Miss over Kentucky. Uh, I I can't be normal. I, I think Kentucky's a football school. Uh, <laughs> yes, 35-31. 35-31. I'm giving the nod to Kentucky. I don't. On the road. On the road, I, I think this team is actually really good, mm-hmm. and I really, really like Will Levis. I'm very high on Will yeah, Levis. You're a big Levis guy, for sure. Um, this one, I think we kind of – this one's going to be unanimous. Uh, number two, Alabama, at number 20, Arkansas, if that makes any kind of I a difference in your mind. I love how you the at, at to try yeah. to juice this game. And uh, Alabama, I think, is, is pretty dominant, though. 
I would give it a. I mean, I'm not sure where you guys are going with this, but I think it's going to be closer than like a massive blowout. But I think Alabama just proves that they're a better team at the end of the day. 34-20 Alabama. Do you guys know what the spread is? I have it in front what of me. What is the spread? I would um, you guys to both guess it. Um, you go first. 18 you go and a half. Uh, I'm not, minus 21 and a half. Danny was close, 17 and a half. Ooh. And I think that's what, obviously it's the spread, so it's not a hot take. I think they would cover yeah. that still, though. I talked about how I was impressed with the Arkansas last game. Yep. This will be like I think this could be a seven-seven game after the first quarter, and yeah, then it's gonna like, be okay. Let me first. let me check this one out. But I do have Bama. I'll go mm, thirty-seven to twenty. Ooh, um, okay. I'm I'm also obviously picking Bama. Forty-two-seventeen, uh, Bama. Ooh, I, I think you got a I, I, it's not that's not even like really that big of a blowout. It's, it's three scores. Yeah. I think I think they're just dominant. I think they're just dominant in this game. Yeah, they'll impose their will. Uh, this is the game. This is my favorite game of the week. I'm really excited yeah, for this one. I number like nine, this one Oklahoma. At number sixteen, Baylor. I'm very high on Baylor. You're this the year. Baylor guy this year. I, I have said it, and I will continue to say it. Very high on Baylor. It's at Baylor. This is a big, big game. This has a lot of college football playoff implications. Oh, it's Oklahoma State, and we didn't talk about them earlier. Maybe we should have because they, if they, they win this game and they beat Oklahoma, well, they that's, are four. No, I talked about them. I said the winner of the Big 12. Okay. Oklahoma you're State, right. Oklahoma, yeah, Baylor. You're right. you're I'll give right. you credit. Oklahoma State is the best team in the Big 12, personally. Um, that but said, yeah. but let's hear let's, let's hear your guys' prediction. I like Oklahoma State to win this game on the road. Ooh. The line is two and a half. Yeah, and anytime ask. you get a team favored by less than a field goal at home, it usually means that the other team is better. But you give them three points because they're home. So I'll take Oklahoma State. This one will be gritty. This one will be low scoring. What's the what's over go, under? Uh, it's fifty-seven. So oh, I yeah. it's not supposed to be low scoring, but I think it's going to. It will be low Just scoring. I think it's going to be a tough back and forth battle. I'll go twenty-four twenty. It's a Danny Oklahoma Scott type State. of game. It's a Danny Scott type of game. Do you guys uh, remember this game last year? How it was crazy such a good it was. game! I remember it was like 21-16 Oklahoma State. Yes, yeah, it was an insane game. Um, this is a Danny Scott special if we've ever seen one. Thanks for Greg, to Gregor for the betting advice, but um, I'm gonna go 2017 Baylor. Um, I think that Baylor gets revenge for last year. I think uh, sure. Ryan did bring up some great points, but I'm just gonna go with my gut. I think Baylor is still a really good team. They're both amazing teams. That being said. I'm a trust. I think I'm this a, is a, the best game on the slate. Like in yeah, terms of agreed, how the game agreed. goes. Listen, revenge is a dish best served cold, and Baylor will get revenge for last year. So I got a scorching hot take in this one. Let's scor- scorching let's hear hot. It. I mean, you're gonna twenty-four twenty-three. Baylor wins. Ooh. Oklahoma State scores a touchdown, goes for two at the end to win it. <laughs> I love it. And Baylor <laughs> Baylor shuts him down. I love it, man. Where have we seen that before? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> no, I, I really, I, I think, I think this one's very, very tight. Oh, very, it's, very. It's tight. gonna be an amazing game. Um, this one I just kind of threw in there because it's two ranked teams. Twenty-two Wake Forest at at twenty-three Florida State. This will be a fun game. This will be a fun one. What are you guys' thoughts? Um, shootout. That's all I can say. Sam Hartman versus Jordan Travis. It's gonna be a high-scoring game. Fifty-two, forty-one Wake Forest. You got Wake Forest. I think yeah. coming off an emotional loss, Florida State at home. I like Florida State in this one. I I like them actually by two touchdowns too. Ooh, wow. uh, I think I I, I think Wake Forest is coming off a loss that like no that was their season. Yeah, that's like the game you are up for, and you lost it, and it's so early in the year to where it's like kind of demoralizing in a sense. Um, I really yeah. like a, a Florida State in this game, so I'll go mm, thirty-five to. I said two touchdowns, so twenty-one. Wow. Um, wow. 
I also like Florida State at this one. I think Wake Forest's defense is is so god awful. Oh, they're awful. <laughs> um, it's it. They're the Fordham of the FC, uh, FBS. Yeah, um, I think Florida State. They got a much significantly better defense than Wake. Uh, a very good offense too. Um, I think it's going to be a little closer than that. I think Florida State wins thirty five thirty one. So high scoring all, all around. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that. I, I'm excited for that game. I'll watch it on like a second TV. And then uh, finally, number 10, NC State at number 5, Fraud Clemson. Number uh, I think we're going to be pretty unanimous on this one. Yeah. But give us your score prediction. So I was actually shocked looking at this line, and I, I know I keep bringing up the lines. The over-under in this is only 39 and a half. What? We just saw Clemson do that with ease. That's a lot. In By themselves. So that was surprising to me. Uh, NC State, I don't need to be an expert to tell you they are not the 10th best team in the country. Yeah. It will be shown on display when they lose by 24. They're going to lose 48-24. Ah, no, that's too many points. Um, I'll go 38-14. Um, yeah, 14. You're too nice. I uh, have Clemson winning by more. Um, I think I that, was too nice? Yeah, you were too losing nice. by 24. Yeah, I got him wow. losing by 28, 49-21. I think that Clemson absolutely curb stomps Notre Dame. Uh, not Notre Dame. They will later, but like NC State. I think NC State. They we, we Yeah. We saw it. They're, they're extremely fraudulent. I was a little too high on Devin Leary coming to the year. Oh, well, you think? Yeah. And, you know. that What was, they, his, what was his take? Uh, I just thought he that he, he had him in a dark horse Heisman. I did. I did. Just based off of last year, I was like, oh, this guy is legit. No. The, um, NC State is very fraudulent, and it will show big time coming into this week. Um. Clemson coming off of a big win. They're going to be all, all guns blazing. So it's not even going to be close. The game's going to be over by halftime. Did you even pick a score? No, you didn't. I said, I, said for, I said 49-21. I don't think you did. No, well, you didn't. You know, let's uh, check back, run back the tape. Okay. Uh, Clemson wins this one 42-24. I, I think Clemson is actually better at football than we're giving them credit for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think cool. I still think Dabba Sweeney's a This is the game, though. Like, if, if they – do what we're saying in this game, it still won't, and maybe this is messed up, it still won't make me think that Clemson's, like, fourth in the country. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, but I do think this is a much better team than than even I'm getting them credit for. I still think Dabo Sweeney is probably a top three to five coach in the country. Yeah, around Kirby Smart and Saban. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that's fair. But, guys, I do think that is going to do it for us. Shout out Pat Amaturo, our producer, for coming on today. I am Danny Scott, and for Tyler Hu and Ryan Gregware, this was College Gridiron.